We're live. It's Thursday. For those of you who really follow closely, it's a little because I usually do Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Mark does Tuesdays and Thursdays. Meaning we're in the big box. We run. We 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 take charge of the content, and we're in the big box. And so now we're flipping. But because the the holiday was weird, Mark was traveling on Monday. I said, you know what? I'll take over. I'll do Tuesday, Thursday. You do uh, Wednesday, Friday. But Monday, it is back to normal. <laughs> and, and me, he says. And me, he says. And Keister. So uh, the summer is in full gear. I don't know about you, but it is hot. <laughs> Unbelievably hot. And I can't like, so I'm waking up every three hours to take the puppy out to go to the bathroom. And at one o'clock in the morning and at four o'clock in the morning, it is excruciatingly hot outside. Like we walk out there and I'm like, oh my God, it's it, the house is dripping in, in dew and it's like unbelievably humid and hot outside. Jake and I walked last night to our favorite sushi place and we decided to go early, sort of like happy hour-ish. So it was like 5.15 and we like said... Next next time we got to go at six fifteen because that hour difference of sun. The you know the, the rule tends to be that if it's after lunchtime you wear jeans right no matter what the event is if it's after right. lunchtime you wear jeans that rule tends to get skewed a little bit when the weather's like this because it's like right. I don't know man if we're outside I, don't, I can't be wearing jeans because I'm gonna be dripping like I'm in a sauna. A big shout out to MKG. Uh, it was great catching up with you. I'm looking forward to having dinner with your beau tonight. Uh, been way too long. One of my best friends, Jim Levine, um, hit you know your patio store. So I'll be getting together with him. Great stuff. They're opening their second or fifth store in Boca. So um, good stuff. What's going on in your world? You got dogs. Honor, I love it. No shorts at night. See, it's a rule. It's a thing. It's a real <laughs> thing. No shorts at night. Like, <laughs> That's bullshit. We live in Florida, man. We can't wear white shorts either. Man. You know, shorts and night. Shorts. Well, Listen, living in Palm Beach, it's shorts and shoes. People wear shorts and shoes all the time. All man. the time. All the time. Like legit loafers, shorts and loafers, which I'm never a fan of the shorts and loafers. It's not my thing. So we are cruising through July. It's hard to believe, you know, we're here and it's the 8th and all lots of great stuff happening. But just what's going on with you? Give us an update on kids and dogs. Uh, so Kai is going into his like second semester of summer camp, which is super cool. He's got three more weeks left down here with us on his summer vacation and, and summer camp, which is really great. It's been an amazing time. The puppy has been with us now going on the third day. And, you know, you deal with separation anxiety, you deal with all of the behavioral issues that you have with a puppy. And similar to all trainings, all everywhere, it's all about routines and it's all about process and it's all about getting her acclimated to what we do, when we do it, how we do it, setting the expectations and not getting frustrated with the setbacks. The peas on the carpets, the whining and crying, the, you know, things don't go exactly the way you want it. You can't get frustrated with the setbacks. And then I got a great, great message that I put a post out about this morning. Ed Rogowski, who is a long snapper that I recruited to Lafayette College, just got put on full scholarship. And to take a little, you know, diatribe and tell you the story about this, 
Ed is a kid that I found in, when he was in high school that I knew was a very, could be a very good division one snapper, but I knew he was super talented. And I had to convince him and his parents that he should say no to some people that were already offering him scholarships to take a chance on himself and work with me to develop his talents and that he would eventually go on scholarship if he worked with me and, and, you know, developed into the player that I knew he could be. He took the chance and he sent me a message last night and I put the post out with his, with his comment, but it was uh, just super great to get that. And that's that, that to me is coaching and leadership. It's not about the money. It's not about the accolades, that message that you get because you saw potential in somebody else and they found success was phenomenal. Good for you. Good for him. What a nice way to send us right into wake up music. That uh, that song never gets old. It does. It is like the official. Okay, let's get going with some good stuff. Before we jump into it, though, real quick, just because somebody said uh, Christian Castellano said, "Don't forget, it's about your tone and how you talk to the puppy too." Your this is a real thing. When you address animals, it's not even about your words. It's about your energy. They feel if you're anxious. They feel if you're confident, they feel if you're excited and you have to really, really discipline yourself to controlling your emotions, which is something we talk about all the time, the energy you give off to people. But it's a real challenge at home for me to do it with a dog, especially when there's Well, you know, it's interesting. Back to our friend Natalia, energy affects everything. You know, it just affects performance, passion, all that kind of stuff. But uh, today is a fun day because it is national be a kid again day. So um, nothing better than, uh, you know, uh, when you when you see this movie big, you know, where it was, you know, he, his body changes from a wish he's, you know, young, he becomes old, old becomes young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this is a day when we sort of celebrate taking a break from taking yourself too seriously. Now, I don't think this should be a one day thing. I do it all the time. You know, for those that have never had the opportunity to work around me, I tend to sing. I tend to, you know, put stupid phrases together. I dance in my, uh, the days when we were in an office, Jake is loving it. He goes, what are you saying? I go, nothing, man. It's just (laughs) numbing words. But there is one human being that uh, was a kid that I think uh, we'll all remember. Shay, show me. And all the kids are treating me very nice. It's great. Gee, I can't wait till I go to hikes. Well, don't you say that. Don't you ever say that. Stay here. Stay as long as you can. 
For the love of God, cherish it. Jennifer, why don't you try reading out loud for a minute, okay? You gotta cherish it. You do. Hmm. I love it. Billy Madison. Billy Madison's the best. So there's a couple of cool takeaways. Uh, number one is I. Th this relates to how you are in business. It relates to how you are in life. The, you know, it relates to how people treat you, how you you know take yourself seriously, all that stuff. Um, I know you're going to make fun of me, but I wrote about it in the book. <laughs> Waiting um, for it. Rule number thirteen was act like it's your first day. You know, like so when we came back, you know, I acted like it was my first day. I had my notes prepared the night before. I sort of had that new refreshed mindset. And so Chris Pollock is right. The kid is always inside of you. Here's some interesting facts about a kid. So if you think back to when you were a kid, you usually asked a lot of questions. You know, you just were, you know, and, you know, as a parent, you look at them and you go, enough with the questions. <laughs> why daddy? Why this? Why that? Why that? You know, right. You know, which is. So there's a scientific fact that backs all that up. What's this? What's that? What's everything? What are you guys talking about? What do you? What does that mean? <laughs> so, so it's interesting because this is a fact. Until you're age seven, your brain is on record. So it's constantly recording what's going on around you. And if you think of that visual, that's why you ask a lot of questions. You're totally engaged as a kid. At seven years old, it flips to play. And you have to physically train your brain to go back to record, which some people never do. You know, my whole life, that curiosity button comes from being a kid, man. Just, I just want to know, not for any other reason. I just want to know. The other thing that I took away from him while we were on vacation was when we went down to the Ritz, we were at the Kibiskeen, you know, the, the Kibiskeen Ritz, and they have a great kids pool there. Like, they have the best family pool of any hotel, I think, that I've ever been to. You do a nice job there. There are always great kids there. And watching him walk up to people and just say things that he's interested in, that he likes, and those kids either respond back and they're like, yeah, definitely, or they don't. And if they do, they become friends and they play for longer in the day. And if they don't, then they kind of just mosey on to their own separate sides of the pool and do their own thing. And I was and I put out a post about it while I was on vacation. I was like, why do why do we stop doing this? Why don't we just walk up to people and be like, I like this? Kai walks up to people and goes, I like dinosaurs. Those kids either like dinosaurs and now they're friends and they play, or they don't and they don't play. No skin off my back. Everybody goes on about their business. Why we stop doing that at some point in our life and put all the barriers in place to us making friends makes no sense to me. So I love that because it's a perfect segue to this segment, which is all the things our parents taught us that actually made us better salespeople, made us better people or not. Or didn't, right? So, number one. This is and, and Shay and I were talking about where we're going to do a video on this. The idea that when you were a young kid and you went to school, your parents or your teacher said, follow the leader. That person in front is the person that's doing it. They know what they're doing. Follow the leader. Why would we forget to do that now? And I find myself saying that in coaching sessions. I go, listen, pick five people 
that you admire who they are, what they're doing, what they're saying, and follow them. Watch what they do. Emulate that behavior. That's how you become bits and pieces of all that's out there. So that to me seems obvious. We were taught that, yet as adults, we fight it. There's Greg. There's another one, Greg. Great job. That's number two. And, and similar to what you're talking about there, watching Kai with his older cousin this week, like the intimidation that was there to begin with. But then once I, you know, we talked about it's okay to be in an arena where people are stronger, faster, better than you. If you can get comfortable in there, there's going to be things that you'll learn that you wouldn't learn otherwise. So that mentality of wanting to be with the older kids and wanting to, why do we stop pushing ourselves to reach that next level? As a kid, you always wanted to play on the big kid playground. You always wanted to sit at the adult table. You always wanted to be at that next level. Another thing that we limit ourselves with as we get older is now all of a sudden we're okay where we are. We're complacent. So the the obvious one there is, you know, our parents told us don't talk to strangers. Well, that was a boo-boo because right. the best way to get ahead in life, you know, the fear of doing that, the fear of rejection of not, you know, of not getting the date, not getting the meeting, not not, not, they're all caught up in the fear. Well, kids don't have that, so it's great. But there's two more that I really want to focus on. Yep. Number one is, you, it was drilled into you, you don't get anything until you ask for permission. Yep. And ask for permission. Why the hell did we forget that? A it's, a thing. it's a wonderful thing. Hey, would you mind if I talk to you about your business or your life or can I'm asking you for permission or what we do is earn the permission. It's permission based marketing. So I don't get it. I just don't understand that as a kid, it felt very simple. It was a hard, fast rule. Yet we grow up and we forget the simplest things as Joseph Gonzalez says, you know, keep it simple. And for some reason, it's no longer important for us to do that. Yet when you use it, and somebody else get somebody else asks you for permission or you ask somebody else and you see the response that you get from people it's unbelievable and i think that's where you know asking permission is great but like you talked about what we do is you earn the right to even ask permission right like we connect with people similar to the way kai would hey i see you like dinosaurs i like dinosaurs too you want to hang out let's hang out and hey do I have your permission to talk about business then? So Mary Beth's comment was fantastic. Well, Mary Beth has the right sandbox. So as you get older, you just change the sandbox. Right. I love it. One last one before we move on um, is you were taught that when you're with a group of people, you were taught to share. Kindergarten is the number one rule in, in kindergarten is to share. Why do we all of a sudden become selfish and go, this information, this thing that I know, I'm not willing to share it with you. The whole point of LinkedIn is to share. It's a sharing platform. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is who I do it with. This is why I do it. And the more you share, the more friends you make. And isn't that a wonderful way to, to do business? You know, It's the best thing ever, you know, permission and sharing. And I think that's the real, you know, part to creating content is that if you respect the people that you've connected with that have the opportunity to see your content, why wouldn't you share what you know with them? 
That's the most important thing. Sharing is caring. Joseph Gonzalez, you're on fire, which leads us to it's all good. So give me some motivational music that proves it. I love that song. Ken uh, jumped out a little bit and shared the group. Not many of you would have gotten the fine young cannibal. <laughs> yes, well done. But if, well you, done. if you happen to dig in and Google their songs, they were hot for a while. So uh, um, um, Eminem, you are correct. Kai inspires everything, everything. we do. <laughs> everything we do. So um, the, I want to shift gears. We'll stay out of the kid mentality. We're going to grow up, look back at history, because history leaves clues, to one of the most successful entrepreneurs of our time who left us a list of habits that those that are entrepreneurs, business leaders, and great sales leaders follow all the time. Show me, it would have been his birthday today, John D. Rockefeller. Mr. Rockefeller, before the court renders its decision. Do you have anything you wish to say? When I came into the oil industry, there was chaos. I brought order. I took a second-rate, inefficient market and built an industry. It was done the way it was because that's the way it had to be done. No one complained when I brought light into every home. No one complained when I provided thousands of jobs or millions of dollars from exports. Oil is what this country runs on. You call it monopoly. I call it enterprise. Strong. Speechless. Yeah. Because you don't hear people talk about him a ton. Um, the roadmap that he left between habits, strategic planning, um, just mindset. Yeah. Is Data. So, huh? Data. Data. Like, the, for that, in that point in time, the way he leveraged data in his, in his strategies, in his philosophies, that I was blown away by that. So I'm a big fan, as you might be able to tell. I have lots and lots of learning that I've taken away from um, Rockefeller. There's a gentleman named Vern Hornish. Vern is, uh, an, um, is was an amazing entrepreneur. 
Um, he's known for founding the Entrepreneurs Organization for YPO, um, opportunities for business people to share thoughts. Um, but he talks about the Rockefeller habits. We could spend the entire day going over the habits. I pulled out a few that I think are worth sharing here. One yeah. coincidentally is called PET, Parent Effectiveness Training. And they teach three fundamentals in business, which is affects kids as well. Have a handful of rules, repeat yourself a lot, and act consistently with those rules, period. Those three things, that is parent effectiveness training. Keep it fucking simple. <laughs> it's, it's the greatest, it's the greatest teaching for leaders and organizations is not overcomplicating the system because that's where talent talent is so important to be great, but talent left to its own left to its own device will not excel. Talent within a structure that gives them room for creativity, room to put their own spin on it, but gives them a defined ex expectation of what to do and how to do it is where success happens. And whether that's on the football field inside of creating athletes or whether that's in the boardroom helping develop great salespeople, if you don't have a defined structure of if this happens, then these are your possible responses. These are the ways you should be following up. This is how you act in these certain scenarios. You just let, leave people to do it on their own and you leave too much room for error. So Shay, give me some overtime because I'm sticking with this for a little bit. And we'll go to overtime. Love it. So continuing in this habit mentality, there are three habits. So keep it simple. Three habits. Priorities. Does you Do you or your company have top five priorities that you're focusing on? Real-time data. You know, let's go to the film. Let's go to what's happening. Daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly data. Daily data. Do you have daily data? You need daily data. I don't care if it's you're a salesperson, you're at a marketing campaign. Do you have daily data about what's happening? And then the third thing is rhythm. And, you know, there's a reason why people like music. You get into the rhythm. Rhythm is flow. You know, momentum is all about rhythm. So do, do you or your company have an effective rhythm of daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual habits? So, you know, it's pretty simple, but I want to take it to a word. Uh, I was working with Jeremy Torresk. He's not listening to the guy today because he's on his way to Las Vegas. To the it was earlier because he was in here this morning. Oh, I didn't see that. He usually I've... gets on the plane, I think, even if he's traveling. Oh, cool. I, I know he's on his way to Vegas yep. for the Speakers Association. But we were going over some of this stuff in our coaching. There he is. <laughs> uh, awesome. Um, I gave him a word that he hadn't heard. And I don't know that you've heard it. Have you heard of a BHAG? A BHAG? Yes. Big, hairy, audacious goal. Mother, drop the mic. Give me bam. Bang. Bang. Pulls up three-pointer. Bang. Bang. It's good. I got it. So, among the coolest things that I learned about the Rockefeller habits is something called the BHAG. If you can't dream it, it cannot be done. And Walt Disney was a big fan of that. Dream it. Write it. Put it out there. 
Do not worry about how it's going to happen. Just put it out there. And all of the companies and all the people I work with, I love BHAGs, man. Just put it out there. Jeremy Torres, man, you and I are having a blast. You are such a fun guy to coach. Um, so anyway. Um, so, and I, I want to tie that into Rockefeller because the BHAG then gets broken down into the micro wins that we've talking about, that we've talked about. And then those micro wins get broken down into the behaviors that keep the rhythm. If you want a rhythm, you have to have a routine. If you want to have a routine, you have to have a process that's repeatable. That is the way you create rhythm. That is why teams go through the exact same warm-up, the exact same travel routine, the same practice schedule Monday through Friday. They create rhythms for people so that they can perform when it's time to perform. You have to take control of your schedule and figure out what those activities are that lead to the routines that lead to success. And I will close with a doozy from uh, our friend Pat Riley, who lives in infamy as well. I mean, the guy's incredible. When I was in the phone business and had the opportunity to meet him, know him, do business with him, listen to him, I found out that when the team traveled, they would actually travel with towels and linens that would arrive there before because he wanted to keep the rhythm of guys being comfortable in a hotel environment. Details. Details. So that was going to say, I'm closing the show with this. Thank you. So one of the things our parents taught us was that the devil is in the details. I know. Just know them, do them. What's the, uh, what's the saying you got to say, you know, from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High? <laughs> Which one? Um, no, where, where he says, Shay, what is it? Say <laughs> it, know it, you know. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you stumped everybody. Um, stumped everybody. I I'll post it later. It's uh, it was when he was in the uh, hamburger place, and he goes uh, something like, "You know, you got to oh, say it." Oh, with the rules. Oh, I, I don't remember, but that's wow. Doesn't Great matter. Pool. Great time. Thank you. Um, be a kid today. You know, do something you wouldn't do. Stop. Go buy a lollipop. Have ice cream during the day. You know, uh, go tell to people what you like. <laughs> go, to, go to the park and go on one of the rides, swing, do something that makes you feel like a kid again. Act like it's your first day on the planet. Go out, make it great. And now it's time to let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this We've had a million, million nights just like